Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Where did January go? It's gone. There, I saw lots of posts where it's like, I can't believe it's January 45th today, or it's still January. And I thought, actually thought January went pretty quickly. It flew by. Even considering uh, the, the crazy cold weather we had there for a while. And yep. That was insane. And now we have the nicest weather ever, so. We're also out of the darkest 10 weeks of the year. We are. Same. Days are getting longer again. Tomorrow's February, and February's yeah. short before you know it'll be March, and we're into spring, and things are good. Yep. Uh, on today's show... We're going to talk about some of the ads that are showing up on this podcast. Another literal business, etymology. Should you pay your kids for getting good grades? We'll get into that. Talk about making out on the dance floor. City council has come to their senses, I guess somewhat, and started the process to get rid of this single-use item bylaw. We'll talk about that. Uh, the top 10 jobs right now, according to Indeed, after your out-of-context clip. And remember, doing something is everything. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I got this email from Indeed.com yesterday, the, uh, the job posting site, and it was talking about the top 10 jobs in Canada right now. Top 10 in terms of... In terms of, so it says, this is what it was going based on. First of all, these jobs have to have a median salary of over 63000 Okay. Uh, which is the Canadian median, I guess. Uh, other factors include opportunity growth, okay. meaning change in the percent of job share and availability of this job as well. So, so they, they pay above average, mm-hmm. there's room to, to move up, and they're looking. Yes. Okay. Um, now, I looked at this job, this this list, and I was like, well, well I mean, uh, the first one is senior tax manager. So wouldn't wouldn't be a job for you? Not a job for me. Uh, didn't really overly accept me. The next one is child protection practitioner. What is a child protection practitioner? Like you work with child protective services? Yes, that's what I'm imagining. Okay. Um, so a senior tax manager says makes 139K. Child protection manager makes 77000 and uh, again, though, this is, I was like, these are jobs that for fairly specific and also not overly like that would not be a great job either. I mean, it would be great to help the kids, of course, but it just doesn't seem like it would be. It takes a certain kind of person. Yeah, absolutely. Also, like anything with senior in it. Yeah. It assumes you're already working in the industry. Right. And it's not like you can just go into That's it. That's what I was kind of thinking. And senior electrical engineer is also on the list, which is the same thing, right? It's like you can't just hop right into that. Yeah. CEO is also a great job. Right. NHL player is a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. I know. That's why I found this a bit strange. Then there was just structural engineer and project engineer. I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. However, you still have to go to school to get, like, again, you can't just toss yourselves into these jobs. Here's the one that you could potentially, librarian is on the list in number nine. Do most librarians have degrees? I think you... In, like, library sciences or whatever the, the course is called? That's a darn good question. You probably would have to. I would guess. Yeah. 
But librarians make 75K a year, which, I mean, that's a decent salary. I didn't realize they made that much. But I could be a librarian. I freaking love the library. I know. I was thinking that would be a very therapeutic job. <laughs> Although, I guess there's more of those jobs that, than I assumed, because I kind of thought that there wouldn't be that many opportunities for librarians, but I guess there's a significant amount of libraries around. And, and maybe we're just thinking too narrowly in terms of like public libraries. That's it. Could be all kinds of... Yeah. Maybe you work at the university. Maybe libraries. you... Yeah. Okay, so there you go. And then in number 10, accounting supervisor. Again, feels like you kind of have to work your way up on that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I respect you for trying here, but I don't know if this is overly <laughs> beneficial for many people. Might be good advice for someone who's just coming out of high school. Maybe, looking at what you want to do maybe post-secondary wise. Yeah, and where are there currently vacancies? Okay. Where can I make X number of dollars? Also, associate dean is on the list. Again, like, like you don't just roll in and become the the hey, associate I, dean. Hey, dean, can I be your associate? It's not quite that yeah, easy. Like if you and I lose our jobs just, here, we're not going to go be the dean. You have seen some deans. Dean? Can we be <laughs> co-deans? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So council has voted to hold a public hearing to repeal the uh, incredibly unpopular <laughs> and widely ridiculed, including by us, yep. single use items bylaw. Mm-hmm. I'm that sure. didn't take long. Two sure weeks. didn't. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Was it two weeks exactly? Yeah, the 16th. Yeah, basically two yeah, weeks. Basically, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so the motion was put forward by Councillor Jennifer Winus, and it passed 10-5. So now the process begins to undo this bylaw. There's, it doesn't just go away. There is a public hearing. Dear Lord. <laughs> On one hand, I mean, I guess we have to acknowledge that Council listened to the public and voted to begin right. rectifying what many see as a huge mistake. Yeah. On the other hand, what a colossal waste of time and resources. Holy crap. <laughs> like, this has been ongoing for how long? Like, we, oh, we heard about man. this way back when, and we, you know, we've had steps, and it's been years. Like, it's been a long-ass time. Think about the, the energy spent to, Holy. you know, to discuss it in council and vote on it, and then yeah. draft the bylaw, and then implement it, and then I know all the businesses and stuff, and then two weeks later, we turn around and we just scrap it which is the right decision but it never should have happened in the first no. place i don't like how many people did that have to go through and <sighs> everybody thought it was a good idea and then now like they immediately are like nope just kidding in the bureaucracy of government shauna like, tons probably. holy tons. crap so many like if you could put a dollar value on you can't go to the like, bathroom without having a vote through <laughs> several levels of government there like honestly but even then i mean uh, the vote to just re- to, to, to have this public hearing to repeal it was only 10 to 5 meaning five members of council still think it's a good idea still felt that forcing retailers to charge for bags was a good move okay oh. and for anyone curious those counselors were jasmine mian uh the courtney's walcott and penner Giancarlo carra and Mayor Jody Gondek wow. still thought we should continue with the single-use items bylaw, okay, well. despite two weeks of everybody mocking it. Wow. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Happy it's going away. A little concerned. The and Shauna podcast. A friend of the show, who's a, a good friend of yours as well, yes. ours, um, was talking about recently about how clubs used to be. Nightclubs, yeah. Nightclubs, like uh, when you would go to uh, dance at a club. Did you ever go frequent nightclubs, really, ever? Uh, I wasn't a huge nightclub guy. Okay. Did a bit of clubbing when I lived in Australia, Mm, but it was never like my first choice of where to go. No, me neither. Uh, I didn't go that often, but the odd time I'd wind up at a club in Toronto because I had lots of friends who did like to do it, and it was just a, it was a greasy horror (laughs) show every time, Beckler. 
Well, I think he was he was inspired by this video that uh, he posted to our like friends group chat, um, where this this girl who was explaining what nightclubs used to be like before everybody had a phone in their pocket. I didn't and, get a chance to watch the video yet. Yeah, this girl goes on this rant about how like how raw and dirty they were. It was disgusting, and no one was taking your picture or anything, so people were a little more a little more loose. So I, I just, it was bringing back flashbacks because I was like, every time I would go to a club, I would inevitably wind up making out with some random stranger <laughs> on the dance floor. Every single, <laughs> there was not a time that I went to a club and I did not wind up making out with some dude wow. on the dance floor. And when you think about it, that is disgusting. And it wasn't just me. Like, that's kind of just what you did. You went there and it was like, <laughs> you're not just there to dance. You're there to make out with some random. You're there to grind up against some sweaty stranger that's and then it. suck a bit of face. Exactly. Suck face and then you leave without ever taking down their... Like, for me, it was it, there was nothing beyond that. It was like, make out with them. Have no intention to bring them <laughs> home, though. Leave, never talk to them again. And that was just a normal time of the club that's just what you did i'm just here for a bit of necking i want to flap some lips with you all right out of my way i want to flap your lips flap my loins up against yours and then leave okay this girl was also talking about how like your your outfit would be destroyed by the end of the night she said her hair and makeup would be everywhere and it's just she said now people go and like there's so many photos taken and stuff that it's a very and everyone's kind of afraid to act like that because yeah. you don't know Who's going to see it? There are photos on Facebook of these moments, Beckler. Oh, so you did have photos taken. There are some photos of me. Like, my friends took And they're still up there. I haven't, even after thinking about this last night, I haven't taken them down from my Facebook yet. There are photos of me and random dudes on the <laughs> dance floor making out. My friends would take photos, and it was like, that's cool. Post it to Facebook. Sure. Don't know who that dude is. Never going to see him again, but here we are. Grainy digital Just camera photos yeah. that they'd have to go home and upload There's onto the computer. Where it's like I'm in front of him, grinding up on him, and then I'm wow. making out behind, like from him behind. And what is what going on? What the hell? Honestly, this is what we did. And we're like, fun night out. I'm going to post that. Yes. <laughs> Well, let's go do it again, okay? Yeah. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Yesterday, we were talking about private schools and whether you would send your kids to one if you could afford it. Mm -hmm. Here's another question for you, Shauna, somewhat related to that. Yeah. How do you feel about paying a kid for good grades? And I'm thinking maybe when they're a little bit older. You know, like, um, do you, would you agree with a financial incentive for performing well in school? Yeah. And I mean, I think there's always incentives for kids doing well in school, whether it's monetary or, or something else, right? Like you do well in school, take you for ice cream. There's uh, we little never things had that. like that. No? My family never had anything like that. It was just kind of the expectation that you did your best at school. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I had that for grades, but there are things that you incentivize kids with. So I don't know if this is much different, really. Like, like if you said, okay, you get 20 bucks for an A or whatever the equivalent of an A is. Yeah. I mean, 15 for a B. There's lots of times like, where kids are like, you behave and you get an ice cream after yeah. school. Like, what's the difference between that and incentivizing grades, really? I mean, it's one thing, I guess, if it's an extreme amount of money. Like, how far are we talking about going? I don't know. Like, so it'd have to be enough that it would, you know, that it would. If you, And maybe this is more for a kid who's struggling with motivation. Yeah. Because some kids don't need any push at all. They're just like, I'm going to. I'm going to crush school. This is what I do. Yeah, I, I never needed motivation because I just enjoyed school enough to get decent grades. So I never had to. Oh, I needed my parents the never needed a in high school. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's if it works. Mm -hmm. 
if it helps, you know, the kid just get a little more energetic about school and gets their grades up, then I don't see a problem with it. Did you ever know anybody who was monetarily incentivized to get good grades? No. No? Not that I can think of off the top of my head, although I don't know, maybe they just didn't tell me. Who knows? You can almost look at it as an investment from a parent's point of view where it's like you'll qualify for scholarships Seriously. if you get these grades yeah. and then I will make the money back. Yeah. <laughs> that I, or I won't have to pay it intuition down the road. Mm. Yeah, I just thought about that because, I mean, my boys are too young for it to matter. But when they got older, if like one of them was kind of slacking. Yeah. But I'd be like, all right, here's a little bit of money if you if you do well because well, whether it's money or something else, yeah, just a way to motivate them a little more. Why not? You know. podcast. So we got a few good messages from friends of the show on this topic. Um, the the big concern seems to be, do you set the expectation of external motivation with your kids then, as opposed right. to just being motivated and doing a good job because that's what you should do? Mm-hmm. Which I, I also understand, and I, I get that too, but... I wonder how much of that is hardwired into somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's like a personality trait or if it, like nature versus nurture type thing. Because you said you never struggled to find the motivation to work hard in school. No. And I did. Yeah. In high school. I did, I did not care at all about my work, so... Yeah, I'm not sure. One friend of the show said that his parents said that in grade 11, if he got... You know, if he got good grades all the way through, they would buy him a new car. Holy. I said, what kind of car? And did you do it? And he said, nope, he failed. Um, And it was a a new Mazda Miata. And I was like, shit, that's a fun car. I think I would be laser focused if there was a Mazda Miata riding on it. You think that, though. But then again, I, I, yeah, sometimes I think no matter what, motivation is just, it's not in your DNA to want to work. You know what I mean? Like, do that type of schoolwork. So, Yeah. Didn't get a name from this person, but they said you may as well get them used to getting paid for doing good work because that's what's going to be expected for the rest of their life. And that's funny because we always tell our kids, school is your job right now. Yeah. This is your job. We go to our jobs. This is your job. But you just don't get paid for your job. Uh, Friend of the show, Cam, said that uh, in the HR courses that he's taken, they, they tell him you don't pay people well to get them to do a good job. You pay them well to keep them. They do a good job if that's their character. Yeah. And that's very true. Yep. Because okay. I I think probably true for both of us, Sean, even in this industry when we were getting paid dog shit, we still probably worked hard. Yep. I know. And I've, I know that about myself. It's I can't slack off. It's hard. It's, it's really tough to... Like, just mentally, you know? It, mm-hmm. it, that sounds weird, but I, it's really hard for me to kind of just... Half-ass something? Yeah. And, I mean, if, you're, if, you're, if your name is on the show... Yeah. It's the Shauna Jefferson show, and it sucks, then, in turn, Shauna Jefferson sucks. So yeah. So you're going to want to do a good job. But even, even just with, like, crappy jobs I had in the past that I didn't even care about, it's still... No matter how much I hated the job or didn't care about it, I still had to do a good job. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... I'm not one of those people who can be like, that ah, doesn't mean crap, you know? Like, right. Yeah. But that is, it's, that's a character thing for sure. Cause I think some people can do that, right? Like they can slack off, um, to maybe prove a point or whatever, but yeah. people, there's people who that's what they do. So. And how do you, how do you develop that character in someone? I know. I don't know. Can you develop that character in someone? It's a good question. Shane Holmes isn't going to slack off. If they're working for you. Nope. They're building your new home. The homes that they have built, the paired homes. The They'll build character in your home, too. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yeah. So if you're considering building, talk to Shane Holmes today. Ask about their affordable customization and all the cool things they can do 
through that feature. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So this is kind of a different one because these are literary terms and why we use them. Like the term foil when it comes to literature. Have you heard of that before? Like a comedic foil? So a foil character is somebody who is presented as like a contrast to a second character to show the advantage or whatever of that. Yes, Um, I have heard that. And in school, we always talked about the foils. I remember hearing that term. And I was kind of like, oh, I wonder why we call that character a foil. Why would that be the term used? So I looked into it, and the word foil comes from the old practice of backing gems with foil to make them shine more brightly. So that used to be a thing we'd do, is we would, to try and make a gem look more shiny, more attractive, we'd back it with foil to make it look that way. Like when it was set in a piece of jewelry or when it was on display? When it was or... on display and you were trying to sell it or you wanted to make it look more appealing to people, you would back it with foil just to make it ah. look a little shinier. So you get that the reflection coming off the back, double the light? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the old practice that is how we got that literary term. In fact, I guess Shakespeare deliberately, he explains it in one of his plays. I forget which one, but he explains why it's called a foil and he talks about the whole old practice of making gems shine more brightly. Well, it does make sense if you think of here's your hero in a story and you want them to seem even more heroic. That's it. You contrast them against the foil. Yeah. Have you ever heard the term lancer? That one I don't think I have. Okay, no. so it's another literary term, and the Lancer is the name of the character who serves as a foil for the main character. So it's kind of a similar idea, but more specific version of a foil. Okay. And I learned that that comes from uh, knights of the lesser status who fought beside one of their superiors. Mm-hmm. So way back in medieval times, there'd be the, yeah, the lesser known or less important knight, and he would always have a lance. So okay. we called that character the Lancer, again, because it was his job to kind of draw attention to the main character. And so they used the term Lancer to determine that character in in the literature. So was like was the Lance a less desirable weapon to fight with? Was I don't it- think so. I think it's just that that typical person, for some reason, always would carry a Lance. But because I, 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 you do always hear about duels and people mm-hmm. who had Lances, and it doesn't necessarily mean they were... So you just have the crappier knight stand beside you yeah. so that you look you tougher look by comparison. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like posting photos with your less attractive friends. Yes, yeah, <laughs> just so you look better. Yeah, it's a foil right there. It's a Lancer. Yeah, yeah. she's my Lancer. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I spotted another li- literal business yesterday. Okay. Very business with a very literal name. Uh, this time it was from a sign someone hammered into the ground beside the road in my neighborhood. Can you do that? Can you just like... Yeah. Drop a sign wherever you want. Well, I don't know if you can, but people do all the time. People so. do all the time. Yeah. I, mean, I guess if you're if you don't do it too much, nobody yeah. complains. But I suppose so. Um, this was for a business called YYC Firewood. Okay. Well, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. What yep. they do there. I, Good morning, I, YYC Firewood. You got firewood? It's in the name, ain't it? How much you need? Half a face cord. You gonna stack it or are we? Just hang on a second here. Not again. Podcast. A good friend of mine was showing me pictures of his teeth before he got them fixed. And uh, he had some pretty crooked, like you know, like a decayed tooth and stuff. And, and then he explained why he got his teeth fixed. About 10 years ago, he was asked to be the best man for a friend of his. And uh, of course, he graciously accepted. And then after he did, the mom of the groom came up to him and said, all right, you're going to be in all the pictures now, so you need to get your teeth fixed. <laughs> what? 
The mom of the what? groom approached my friend and told him that, is that he needed to get a crazy his- thing to do. Holy. That's I, insane. I looked at him. I'm like, are you kidding? You can't say that to someone. He said his, his buddy is mortified to this day oh. that his mom did that. And I was just like, "Wow, holy crap, that is... Talk about a- just like destroying someone. Wow. Right? It's it's funny, though, because on the one hand, I'm like, that is an awful thing to do. On the other hand, like, his teeth look way better now. And, I mean, like, health-wise, it Did he not know him. before? Like, you, he, like he was, you know what you look like. Yes, he would have been very aware, for sure. Yeah, and then to have someone, like, call you out so directly on something that you're probably pretty self-conscious about? Yeah. What is, what's this woman like? I... I don't, I don't know. Did she just have like a... I'm assuming she runs a pretty tight ship. Oh, man. I don't think she leaves much inside from from what I'm gathering. Sounds like not. Holy. I know. I was just like, I don't even know what I would do in that scenario. Like, (laughs) if you found out that your mom said something like that to a friend of yours, like... Oh, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know what how do you I you make that right. How do you re? Ah. I, I mean, if, if if she had said, if I was your friend and she had said that to me, I'd be like, are you paying for it? Yeah. Because if you're paying for it, great, let's go. True. But if not, <laughs> I don't know. I probably can't say what I would say on the I air. Just, but I, that's, no, honestly, I just heard, I, I, I didn't even know how to respond to that. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, but he did then he go get fix. his teeth yeah. fixed before the wedding too. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And it all was done. Prior to the wedding, so in the photos, his teeth look nice, thanks to... Well, I'm glad that he's happy with his teeth now. The mother from hell. But yeah. that woman is a nightmare. and Shauna podcast. A friend of the show, who I imagine might want to remain anonymous for this, um, he sent me him. He heard us mention that law where if you get pulled over now, you have to provide a breathalyzer. Yeah. Or a breath sample, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was saying 15 years ago, he got pulled over and he refused to blow on the advice of a lawyer. So the charge for refusing to provide a breath sample went on his record, and it's been on there ever since. Wow. And now he's looking uh, into how he might get that removed. And he sent me a screenshot of the types of charges that might qualify for expungement, according to the government's page. Okay. And they fall into, I'd say, three categories. There are uh, charges related to homosexual acts, uh, charges related to obtaining or providing an abortion, and I'm guessing these are from way back when. Yeah. And then there are a whole bunch of charges related to body houses, B-A-W-D-Y. So, okay. Which is another word for a brothel. That is hilarious. But it's so funny a that- body house? Like, this is how they refer to it on this government page as, as a body house. Okay. Uh, keeping being found in or permitting a place to be used as a body house. Oh my God. Transporting individuals to a body house. I'm calling any type of strip club or anything a body house a from body this point house. forward. Really, a gym could be a body house too. Yeah, totally. It, it is. Yeah. Although this is a different There's the kind body of shop. Body. <laughs> I mean, now I'm never going to look at that shop the same way. It's a body shop. B-A-W-D-Y. Wow. Uh, indecent show, which took place in a body house. Indecent acts, which took place in a body house. Indecent exhibition, which took place in a body, body house. house. Nudity, the which body took place house. in a body house. I love it. You should. They should just. They should just spell it B O D Y. It's funnier that way too. Body. The body house. <laughs> Down at the old body house. Stop there. going to the body house. Stop picking up bodies at the body house. <laughs> it seems like such a the such body. archaic language, doesn't wow, it? Wow, that is hilarious. Yeah, that. Or on a small body house. I love house. when the government does that, where they just don't update these things forever, yeah. and you just read back and you're like, what in God's name? <laughs> The body house. 
Do you want to come to my body house? I met her at a body house. A body house. My body. We put our my bodies body. together. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So on our podcast, we do have a daily podcast that we put out every day. If you we weren't do. aware, it's called the Beckler and Shauna podcast. It's the highlights from the show and the stuff that we didn't have time to talk about. If you search Beckler and Shauna on any podcast app, it yep. should come up. And we have like almost 1600 episodes. So there's lots for you to listen lots. to. Lots. Um, but recently, and I didn't even know we were doing this, it just started showing up. Recently, we've we've started using what are called dynamic ads. Mm-hmm. So dynamic ad insertion on a podcast is where, and I don't know how the technology works, but each listener will get like a different ad. Like sort of yeah, a, which like is a, cr- crazy, just based on what they think you want to hear. or Yeah, like the podcast itself is sponsored by Shane Holmes. Yes. So like they're on every podcast for everybody. But then like if you might listen and hear a different ad that I hear, depending on which boxes we check in the algorithm, right? Totally, yeah. Um, but there have been some weird ones popping up on our podcast recently. Uh, I want to play a couple of these for you. This one, our podcast listeners will have already heard because we were laughing about it, but a friend of the show, a friend of the show, Noah, said he got this ad and he took a recording of it. Listen to uh, to this. Have a breathable 100% organic cotton top sheet and are made without fragrance, dyes, and chlorine because your Volva's not a hot tub. <laughs> with patented oh, smart channel... <laughs> Because your Volvo's not a hot tub. Which? And I don't know what that was for. What product? I don't. Uh, and it's your your dude friend Noah got that one. So that's a strange choice. Yeah. It said he's a hot tub vagina kind of Yeah, guy, he's really into hot tub Volvo's. The algorithms okay. knows you. They know you better than you know yourself. Ah, so you know, they yeah. know him. Volvo hot tub. Uh, a few people have been saying they've been getting ads in different languages. Oh. One friend of the show said he got one in French. And then two people messaged me recently and said that they have been getting German ads. So okay. whatever company we're using for this dynamic ad I insertion, I don't know if they quite have it dialed in yet. Not quite yet. <laughs> they might need to refine that a little bit. Because like the ads are, like, in, it's the whole thing's in German. I was okay. like, I don't know what this product is. Or, Interesting. Um, and then my youngest son, Brigham, who's a big fan of the podcast, he was he listens while he falls asleep. And he called down to my room the other day. He's like, Dad, you got to hear this ad that came on the podcast. He said, is this a white girl saying? So you decide, Shauna. Get tall on the tread. And built from there. I'm here for you every step of the way. And remember, doing something is everything. Start moving with thousands of classes. I'm- it's a Peloton ad. Doing something, something is, everything. is everything. Wow. That's, Did you count that? Yeah, I think so. Yep, I would count that. that I get is the, sen- the sentiment of it. Uh-huh. Like, just move, get yep. out, do something. That's. But it's not... Uh, doing something is everything. She that's really punches. excessive. Yeah. Doing something is everything. Yeah. Start moving with thousands of classes. Sounds angry at you. <laughs> Doing something Just is do, everything. Do, and you're doing do nothing right now. Do you something. You lazy piece of... The Podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? Mine's pretty quick, so I'm going to get to this here. Um, manatees, I've learned. Uh, they use their farts to swim. Do they? So they hold on to gas when they need to float to the surface of the ocean, then they release their gas to float to sink to the bottom. They have like a ballast system going Essentially, on? Essentially, yeah. I've always kind of wondered that, right? Like if you had enough gas, could you really kind of propel yourself through the water? And now we know manatees do this, at least to float and sink. So there you go. It's like, you know, have you ever tried to hold your breath underwater? And if you let out all your breath, of course, you will sink. Yeah. That's the, really go, the only way you can get to the bottom of the pool. Exactly if you have it. a full tank, then you can't. Yeah, that's right. So they do that with their bots ah. and farts. Just thought you should know. 
Everybody needs to know this very. So did they evolve to be super gassy then? Um, that's a good question. Actually, they are look. They they look fairly bloated. You know, when you look at a manatee, it's like there's a whole lot of bloat sure. going on there. So uh, that's. I guess what they do to ensure that they can get through the ocean faster. <laughs> Big old manatee fart Big parties. Man, yeah. man of farts. Uh, I learned about, so the, comp- the, the company Dyson, who make like vacuums yeah. and room fans and blow dryers and stuff, uh, they also are making headphones now. Oh. So Google this, Shauna, in, on your computer there. Google the Dyson Zone. These are weird. They look really cool. They look like a lot of their other products. But oh, wow. they have this face attachment that's meant to purify the air. Oh my god! And it looks like Shredder from Ninja Turtles. Yes, like it looks totally. It futuristic. looks kind of like Wario. It looks almost like his his mustache put over. That's okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's like a full on. Holy, a thousand dollars for those headphones. Is that how much? They, oh, I didn't even look at the price. Thousand mm-hmm. yeah. dollars. I mean. In classic Dyson but, style, but yeah. I, I'm sure they're amazing. Don't yeah, they sound good. They they purify the air, Jeez. I guess. But I was thinking, like, you and I have uh, a unique job in that we are wearing headphones right now. Yeah. We wear headphones for most of the morning. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll grab... Maybe air purifying headphones are what we need. Then we can each wear a pair of these and... Uh, They'll help with the manatee fart party we have going on in here as well. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A Calgary Heritage Moment. If you've been down around Oak Tokes, you may have passed a giant rock just off the highway west of town. Yeah, we're talking about a big rock here. In fact, this is the very big rock that Big Rock Brewery is named after. You can find it 20 kilometers south of here in a field. And we do mean big. It weighs 16,500 tons. It's about 9 meters tall and 40 meters wide. It's believed that this rock arrived in that field around 15,000 years ago. A massive rock slide is said to have occurred on Mount Edith near Jasper. The rocks that slid fell onto a massive sheet of ice that then traveled 300 kilometers south. When the ice sheet started to melt, it dropped rocks along its way. And these rocks were then scattered along a 980-kilometer path now known as the Foothills Erratic Trail. The famous Big Rock landed near present-day Okotoks. When humans started to settle here, the Big Rock became an important marker for travel. It was a gathering place, a resting place, a direction marker, and the Blackfoot referred to this rock as Okotoke, which simply means rock, and is obviously where Okotoks got its name. This rock was known as a medicine rock, and it's featured in a famous Blackfoot story featuring a mischievous character named Nappy. The story goes that Nappy told the rock he would give it his robe in exchange for resting there. When it started to get cold, Nappy asked for his robe back. The rock refused, and Nappy took it anyway, so the rock began rolling after him. According to the folklore, deer, bison, and pronghorns tried to stop the rock, but didn't succeed. Then bats dove at the rock and finally broke it into two pieces. This is the origin of why the rock is broken. This is also the Blackfoot explanation as to why bats have squash-looking faces. In 1978, the rock was designated a provincial historic resource, and more recently, 3D scans were taken of the rock for research purposes, so we may learn even more about the big rock in the future. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X92.9, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. Later. X.
After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say f-. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.